Honey, you're ruining our kid with Charlotte and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. You're listening to Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid, the parenting podcast. You know what you're tuned in for. You know what the crack is. You send in your emails anonymously to us here at honeyyourruiningourkid at gmail.com. And Tina, with her 20 years of experience in the biz of child behaviour, education, early intervention and all the rest of it, has the answers while I merely read them out and go, how do you know this stuff? (laughs) Well, the email's been flying in as always, Mm. Tina. We've got three great ones for people yeah. to enjoy. People are really sharing now. People are really getting in touch with hard stuff. Yeah, and obviously you don't have to have them read out. No. This is the thing that people don't realise. Yeah. That like Tina will get back to everybody. Um, and But you, you can say not to be read out and yeah. get the help you need. Because the whole thing here is that you're not alone in this. And there's no judgment. And you're not, exactly, you're not on your own. Mm. It's nothing we haven't seen before. And we're all getting a good laugh out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully we're able to laugh. The whole point you said yeah. at the start of this was to be able to enjoy your kids. But yeah. I don't know if it's the weather or if it's the time of year, the fact that the school year is coming to an end. But I've got about 30 minutes after he goes to bed where I'm awake and able to watch something. <laughs> so Tina made me watch Arnold. The I made Arnold you. Schwarzenegger because Tina's a huge Arnie fan. <laughs> Tina told me there is nothing as unattractive as Arnold Schwarzenegger in his bodybuilding prime. Yeah, I just struggle to believe it. Uh, she's not saying anything now. I don't know what to say to that because I don't want to say anything bad about him, but it's just not to my taste. It's not to his your taste. Body. Right. I mean, why would you like my physique, which is like the watery? Irishman physique. I like watch where, models. Where there's there's <laughs> myself and Nula Tully you, when but we. But you were, didn't say that you liked my physique. I like you your said, physique. Yeah. You but don't my want ideal any... man is a watch model. Me and mm. Nula Tully used to have posters of watch models in our lockers. It's mm. mercy and uh, yeah, you're a pretty good looking watch model. Mm, That's but there's the definitely compliment no I can physique. There's no physique. There's <laughs> you're no. You're getting there. There's no. There's, there's not even a hint of a pectoral muscle on oh, my body. I think you're perfect. But it, you know. It's a it's quite a sad documentary in so many ways mm. because he, well, he blew fucked, it. He fucked up big. Time. He messed up his whole beautiful family yeah. life by Does sleeping he, with the nanny. Yeah, well, not the nanny. I mean, we've all done it I once. Te- oh, Jerry, not funny. <laughs> I keep telling you this. It wasn't even the nanny. It was their housekeeper. Oh, right. So what's the yeah. difference? What's the difference? That is so insulting to nannies who are like trained no, childcare in, professionals. It's it's still cheating. Is my point? Oh, okay, sorry. It doesn't matter if it's the nanny or the housekeeper or I think it somebody matters fixing the sink. The nanny you trust with your children—that's a massive, mm. you know. Uh, so you'd be okay with defeat that, or no deceit? Deceit. But the housekeeper is nearly worse. Why? Because she's helping you take care of the family, and she's going way too far in that role. Yeah. She's gone way too far. She's well, the other of side of it was he was he was quite a lecherous man from but the like, 60s and he so, was grabbing butts and. Yeah, but it's so hard to watch it because it's beautiful and his life was really tough and, you know, there's all this. But you can't get I just couldn't get it out of my head that, he that he's married to the most the amazing woman. Yeah. Like incredible yeah. lady. Kennedy. He didn't just sleep with the housekeeper. He kept, Had a baby. But he kept the child a secret within his household for 10 years, darling. Like the child was up in the attic. 
No, like the child was around the place and he was just not telling his so wife, always amazed by the by way, this. that's my kid. I'm always amazed by the ability of these men to keep secrets because I'm so bad. I just that don't. I'm just like, I remember <laughs> Reginald T. Hunter saying he just couldn't understand Fritzel and his dungeon in the basement. Yeah, <laughs> if so he good. was walking along with a load of lumber and somebody said, where are you going, Reg? You go, I'm building a dungeon. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's a good. I just never know where people get the time or energy. That's always your thing. You're I'm like, like, where did they get the time? The double life people. <laughs> Tina's like, I don't have time, energy for this life. How would I have time for a second? Like, I'm barely coping with yeah, this. They're just about clinging on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this podcast is the tipping point for us. <laughs> and hopefully it's the opposite effect. I would recommend you. people watching Arnold, though. I thought it was really good. Mm. The well, second episode was really good. The first episode is a bit sad and the, it ends really sad. He's very alone. He's very alone. Very alone. Any yeah. fella that's listening to this thinking... Maybe I could have a double life for a bit on the yeah, side. He, he's full of regret, I think. Mm. You would be. He had the most amazing wife. Oh, and he misses her so much. Yeah. And, well, what could she do? He left her no choice. The other thing that came across he really was lied as well, to her. that he was absent a lot. Like, mm. the, she was raising the kids while he was mm. off being governor I always think it's really funny that Dylan Warren used to open his show by saying Arnold Schwarzenegger is the governor of California. <laughs> that yeah. is a true sentence. Like mm. It is absurd what he achieved. But in the meantime, basically didn't raise his kids. Mm. I think that we've, we're there for our kids so much more than any other generation, even over the last three years of pandemic. Yeah, we have been with our kids more than any set of parents maybe ever oh uh, look this morning we turned up to support mikey in the event and he was disappointed to see us he was like guys <laughs> can you just leave me alone for two minutes like, i, was just I like, told you i, I tried Jarla to warn tell you me. Jarla was like he doesn't he, want us to go i roll when we arrive when we roll up here and he whereas was like, i would have jumped out of my skin and hopped the fence you, if I saw my parents. oh my god me too and the only thing that was great was he said to me uh Oh, I actually forgot my money. So can you buy me one of those crepes? <laughs> and I told you that I brought him up and I was trying to be all nice. And the guy serving the crepes, possibly maybe 16 years old, when Mikey left with his crepe, said to me, it'll get easier. He'll become nice again. How does a 16 year old know this? A teenager who like just saw my child be really like ungrateful for the crepe. I think he was that ungrateful. Jerry. He said, thanks, mom. See you later. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he left that bit out. He, said, he got a chocolate crepe with marshmallows he all over. He walked off. He left thanks, me mom, there. See you later. Thanks, That's mom, all I need later. you for. I was like, mm. oh, my God. Ungrateful is not something that I would connect with, Mikey, but I guess they're all capable of it. Well, Are you dealing with an ungrateful kid? Is that yeah. something? We need to talk about later in the show. Yeah. Let's try and get to it. But for now, we've got to get down to these emails because we got some doozies for you this week. Dear Tina and Jarlath, absolutely love Jarlath's perspective on this show. No way. That must it. be a typo. Uh, absolutely. Lo- no, this is <laughs> this is correct. They meant to type this. <laughs> oh, so few dads out there using their voices. So I really appreciate Jarlett's honest approach. God, <laughs> so many people are getting in touch. Yeah. This. It's annoying. It's uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a problem. People love the honesty. I don't know if I'm putting too much pressure on myself with raising two boys, 12 and 14. Okay. I'm feeling a lot of anxiety about how things are going. Here's what's on my mind. 
My kids don't seem to be self-motivated in trying new things, gaining new skills. I always feel like I need to encourage them by doing it with them. Once I stop, they don't pursue it any further. Did you write this question in, Jer? This is absurd because <laughs> I feel this pain. Yeah. It's like, that's over with now. I did that activity with my mom. Now I will never touch it again. It's automatically uncool because my mom showed it to me. For example, my 12-year-old boy wants to learn guitar, but doesn't want to practice. It's so tough. Little Gen Z motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Jaren, you're becoming, every time you say Gen Z, I'm like, you got to watch it because that's you becoming middle-aged. Maybe. Maybe so, but I love being old. (laughs) I'm absolutely dying to be old. I can't wait. I've said this so many times now. I cannot wait to be so old that when I start talking nonsense, people exchange looks like, let them off. That's the age I want to be. Anyway, he only practices if I force it on him. Meanwhile, his best friend is making great progress and is practicing a lot. And is probably very polite to you, I'd imagine. <laughs> he's the most polite boy ever and he's practicing his guitar. <laughs> My guy. It's very tough when you're when you're faced with mm. you know, one kid doing it and your own kid not wanting to. Look, I'm trying to be a father. Oh, this is from a dad. Right. OK. Right. I didn't realize that. Mm. I'm trying to be a father that lets them choose their own way. But by encouraging and spending time with them, Hopefully they find something they find a passion in. So far, I feel like I'm failing. Any help you could give, I really think massively appreciate this it. is your question. 100%. Because, I mean, you face this with our little guy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder, is it similar? I wonder, are these kids, I know this is a very mom thing to say, but our kid, things come quite easy to our kid a lot of the time. And that, because he finds stuff easy, he's unwilling to give it time. Mm-hmm. And once you get him there, he's happy, but he wants you doing it with him. I wonder, is it the same thing? Here's my prediction here. Mm. I bet if we had this guy sitting opposite us yeah, and we asked him, when your little boy does something well, what do you say? Oh, you think it's what you did. What does he say? You are doing Amazing. This is fantastic. I tried to warn you about overpraising straight away. Charlotte's getting This is another told you so episode, is it? No, but I did try and warn you about the overpraising. I told you that you have to just acknowledge what they've done in a nice way. You just adore our little boy so much that you were always telling them things were amazing. Well, I think that getting back to the question, Mm -hmm. when your kid feels like they did it amazingly on the first go, they think the challenge is over. Well, they absolutely do. I see it all the they time. They put in the high score. And also they think, this guy's happy with this. Mm-hmm. So they don't bother. And this goes all the way down. Oh, All yeah. the way down. Mm-hmm. Like if oh. they draw something rudimentary and you go, that is wonderful. Mm. I'm going to hang that on the fridge and frame it. Yeah. Why would I bother painting another house? Well, what what you do is, what you're supposed to do is you say, thank you for showing me that. I love it. And that is enough for them to continue trying to impress you and, you know, uh, what's the word? Keep their skill going, develop their skill. But yeah, you got to be so good. We all do it. Like in the classroom, I'm brilliant at it. At home, my own kid, you're so, so bloody. You just want them to do want to do it again that you're just you think 
if I just encourage him this bit more, but actually... Has the opposite effect. It has the opposite effect. Yeah. It's also an 80s thing that you were raised in the 80s when praise was, you know, just not doled out. As yeah. we said, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, a lot of the time your folks weren't there to yeah. give you the praise. So when they came home, you were desperate to go yeah. look at the thing that mm-hmm. I did. I think this dad is going to notice right away if he just rolls back some of the encouragement. Yeah. Just hedge your bets Hold your cards to your chest. Even if you think it's amazing, tell them it's shit. No money messing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was just going to say, we're not saying no, don't praise no, no, your kids. I'm not saying that. It's not I'm that. I'm not saying it, that. Yeah, we're saying, saying praise them carefully in okay. a very measured way. See, Tina knows this from her training, but I know it from living through what this dad's been through, where you're just like, okay, I, if I, if I lean back and I sit back, mm. He'll do more. It's excellent advice, but you know it's very hard to follow through when it sounds like this dad, much like yourself, is a dad who just wants to be there and part of everything and is actually Mm. giving up his time when he doesn't even have the time sometimes to do it. That's amazing. And very hard as a dad to take when you're like, I'm trying so hard. I'm here when I really shouldn't be. And you guys don't even appreciate that. That's very tough. Well, the example and the sport that I adore, as people might know, is basketball. And the dream was mm. to have a little boy that wanted to play basketball. Yeah. yeah. And for many years, I put the ball in his hands. I showed him the hoop. I put the ball in the hoop we with him. The most hilarious Funniest videos. Funniest footage ever yeah. of him rejecting and shunning the ball, no matter how many times mm. I gave it to him him throwing it to one side and going over and playing with the gravel instead. <laughs> now he's obsessed with it. Yeah. And even then, I have to be so careful that like yeah. when he goes, I'm going to go out and shoot shots. The temptation for me to go, I'll go too. Let's play together. Oh, my God. Hey, shooting hoops. <laughs> like I've been sitting in this very office that we're sitting in right now, hearing the ball bouncing outside and it takes everything in yeah, me you're such a nice to dad, just though. leave them at it. Mm. Like one of the beauties of things like guitar and yeah. basketball is that it keeps you company yeah. when you're by yourself. Yeah. And I think that it, the dad is onto this. This guy already knows. He already knows where passion emanates from. Mm. It's yours. Mm. It's not anyone else's. Nobody imposes passion upon you. He finds it. I didn't. No one I knew played basketball. No yeah. one. I didn't know a soul who shot hoops. But it just was the thing for me. My father didn't yeah. know anyone in the horse yeah. racing industry. Yeah. But, but he left home at 13 because he was like, I'm in love with this. Mm. If you're there on his shoulder every time, he doesn't have the opportunity to fall in love because yeah. there's someone there going, isn't she gorgeous? It is just this thing, though. It is something from our childhoods that we thought we were lacking. And I think we've generally all overdone it a bit with how involved we are in our kids' lives because we feel like we just didn't have it. Mm. And I'm saying that in a general we. Yeah. Because I'm aware my mom listens to this show. I'm not saying it to you, mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying in a general we, we felt like our, you know. Yeah. A, they weren't there yeah. and now we've Parents all weren't around gone as much, too as. far and that's where this term helicopter parenting comes from I don't think helicopter parenting is that bad a thing hmm. 
I think obviously you have to be careful of how involved you are in your child's life. Mm. Absolutely. Thank this dad sounds like a wonderful dad, but you're right. He's got to step back a bit because he's not giving them the time to be independent and find their own thing. What was the thing that you looked at when little Tina was knocking about the place and nobody was around, but you saw the thing and you went, oh my God, I love that. Uh, I guess it would have to be Irish, Irish dancing. Irish dancing. I loved Irish dancing. And where did you see it first when the light went on? In school. Baby infants, I think. Baby infants. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did dance since I was five, four or five. So you saw it more like I'm doing that. Yeah. I'm having some of that. Yeah, and I feel like... I was just, it the dresses or just the dancing itself? Pure dance. I think I definitely loved to dance. And my mom was really good about bringing me to different dance classes. Mm-hmm. I remember going to ballet, hating it. It's so boring. Mm, very around. stiff. Whereas um, Irish dancing, you were just allowed to throw your legs about the place straight away. And I loved it. And uh, I that was something I very much was happy to practice every single evening. Remember we sent Mikey to Irish dancing classes in England? Yeah, and that was really sad because he so sad. loved Irish dancing. Loved it. But she wouldn't, she wouldn't because let him he do was it. a boy, she wouldn't let him dance with the girls. He <laughs> had to so dance on his own all the time. And he was so, so self-aware then. Yeah. I mean, we'd never get him to do it now, but he had such good rhythm in his feet. Like, he definitely should have done tap. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting so sidetracked. I but think this dad is incredible. Incredible dad. He just has to pull back a bit and hope. Let them let them be free. Like, this is what I'm saying with that air tag thing and stuff. Right. We're not letting our kids be free enough. I but think. here's the thing. He's listening to this now going, mm. the issue isn't freedom. The Maybe, issue yeah. is work ethic. Yeah, well, that's a worry. All the time now. That is a worry. That is a worry. Yeah. That is like, well, I can instantaneously have the thing I want delivered to the house by Amazon tomorrow. Yeah. Whereas we grew up going, well, maybe if I save. I know. All of the money I find down the back of the couch (laughs) someday. (laughs) Or on the street. Or on the street or in the back seat of cars. (laughs) I can somehow afford the magazine that I once saw if it's there. We were all into saving. It's so well, Henry Hippo did a good job on us, I guess. Look, it's that deferred gratification Mm. is the concern here is like the work towards the thing and it's a general concern and i may have called him a gen z mfer earlier yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry for no, calling your a, son it is a real worry because they don't seem to think they have to work to do anything mm-hmm. like i know i'm generalizing too but it's it's a real worry like we're being yeah. faced with it ourselves we try to put in some extra jobs for mikey to do and we said maybe we'll give you pocket money and he tried to bargain for more pocket money for less jobs. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. Um, so if you're experiencing something similar, maybe we can all find an answer to this. I personally think that it is about the practice. Yeah. That if you want your kid to understand the meaning and the value of hard work, they are not going to lick that off the ground. Well, it needs to be rehearsed over and over. What strategy can we give this dad? First of all, if he really wants the guitar thing to happen, he's going to have to sit down with his kid and go, do you actually want to play this mm-hmm. instrument? Yeah. Is it something you want? And I then mean, he's going to have to set up a goal for him because obviously practicing is not something innate in him that he wants to do. Some kids will, some kids won't. So he's going to need to set up a reinforcer, something that will make him want to practice because he's going to earn something by the end. Mm-hmm. You know, we I'm know. I'm thinking about Danny from the Coronas yeah, Mary we, Black had to pay yeah. to play the piano. 
incredibly talented. Yeah. That's very hard to watch when you know your child yeah. is super talented. Our he told kid, me this in an interview that she paid him a five or a week to go to his lessons. Yeah. And if that's what you have to do for a little while, it'll only be a little while because then they'll mm. realize, oh, I actually love this. Like it kills the Mary me. Black approach, we'll call it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with the Mary Black approach. Okay. Love it. Okay. <laughs> Give it a try. And let us know how you go. Jarantina, I try talking to my friends about this, but they think I'm being way over the top. Always a good start to an email. <laughs> Somebody being accused of being over the top. <laughs> yeah. All my life, oh. I have been told, Jar, you're being over the top. And I contend everybody else's top is too low. <laughs> I I'm, actually, I'm always amazed when people say you're over the top because you're I'm, so chill. A hundred percent is like, your top's too low. Everything is over the top to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't stand being accused of being over the top, especially when I'm just trying my best. Yeah, or but being like, thoughtful. Anyway, <laughs> I, back to this email. <laughs> my problem is this. When you find out later that your kid has broken a rule, when and how do you address it? He isn't always with us because of shared custody, so I can't always say something right away. Here's a scenario. I have a very strict rule about leaving foods open in the kitchen because I don't want insects. Okay, fair enough. And also... It smells like I'm adding that in myself. Yeah, yeah. Food okay. open is just like but wasteful. I am right? eager to know how old the kid is. Okay, here we go. My eight-year-old okay. will leave a bag of chips or donuts wide open in the pantry or eat a cookie without a plate and leave sugar and crumbs all over the kitchen floor. And I've explained to him why we don't do this, why we don't leave food open in the kitchen or mm. anywhere in the house for that matter. I started throwing everything away that he leaves open. What else can I do? I'm at the end of it. I don't know where to turn. I feel like he just thinks I'm a hard ass and there's nothing I can do. Yeah, that's a really tough one because... Uh, uh, you are being a hard ass. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, it's, it's a lot for an eight-year-old. No, I don't. Um, I, don't. But, I disagree. I have you go to, first. Okay, well, I have to come down... Re- really like my belief system on the whole punishment later i'm sorry the moment's passed you can't do that hmm? you, if you don't catch him in the moment Hold that's on. just unfair to an eight-year-old child well, what about it? you can't be like oh you're welcome home from your father's house by the way uh three days ago you left this bag of crisps open and now you're punished no you can't well, do that well can you not punish them at the end of the day but she's saying she's not seeing him. So it's happen- she's noticing when he's not there. I mean, oh. I just think that that's not okay. Okay. And I don't think he should be getting punished for Gee, leaving food open. This is like open. that email the other day where the kid was weeing all over the bathroom. Remember that one? <laughs> and she, sure. we told her to go and get one of those Target stickers for the back of the loo to get him yeah. to aim his hose. Yeah, but she was, was taking personal offense. Mm. She thought he was weeing all over the floor on purpose as an F.U. to his stepmom. Yeah. In reality, he's just probably just being really careless. Yeah. This well, kid is treating my house like a hotel. He is fully not caring about... He just knows somebody's going to clean up after me. Yeah, like I think... And I think that's a fair call at eight. At eight. At eight to be like, no, you can't leave stuff 
all over the shop. But you do that now. So should I just start throwing out your stuff? <laughs> Tina. Like imagine I, got, I threw I out got everything news you like. For you. you do it too. But it doesn't annoy me. <laughs> no, no. Let's seriously, how do we help her? I feel like um punishing and dis um is not the way to go here. Uh I feel like constructive help would be better. Like, you know, if he's leaving things open Get some pegs. Show him how to seal bags. Make it fun. Like, well, tell him what you're expecting of him and then show him a solution to how to achieve that. Hmm. You know, kids aren't great at reclosing crisp bags and twisting things. They're just not. So if you want that stuff, you got you to gotta give them something to help them actually achieve it. Okay, and here's my contention. Mm. I think it because it's such a small thing, mm. you're dismissing it. And that if it was like, what behavior would you think is okay to ask of an eight year old? He's leaving the fridge door open when he makes toast. Yeah. He puts crumbs all over the shop. Yeah. Or when he comes in, he throws his clothes all over the house. I mean, that's a big problem. Loads of kids do that. Yeah. Clothes everywhere. Shoes everywhere. Towels on the floor. Don't put anything away. I mean, this is this email's really important email for so many parents it is it's not just about crisps and crumbs and insects this is about sitting down family meeting yeah we love about what's what's okay yeah Yeah, but gerald i'm absolutely fine with her expecting that behavior from her kid i'm not okay with her punishing it that's not if you're punishing your child for leaving a bag of crisps open what what next? Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? What do you got left? He's not going to take you seriously about anything because he's like, there's no pleasing this woman. Yeah. Like, I mean, you got to come in with as much as it's driving you bananas and it would drive me bananas too. You got to come in with a constructive solution. You got to be like, you know, make sure he does it. You know, make sure if you see it and he's there, get him to do it. Mm. But you can't punish that. I just think you're not gonna be able to punish anything if you start punishing stuff like that it's like that substitute teacher that comes in shouting and roaring oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's laughing everyone knows Within straight away that they're they, like yeah that he's they, played all his cards yeah <laughs> it's nowhere it's so, there's no height left in it, the you're so right it's so funny they you, those kids sent straight away this guy's got no power there's nothing doesn't believe he's, in himself. he's already strung out we haven't sat down like, yet it's true. Like, we don't know how bad it is, but I just feel like if he's away in another house, the first thing you do when he comes back can't be, by the way, you left this place in shit. Mm. I think if you see it before he goes, make him clean it before he or goes. Or you could do like the clampers do. Take a photo <laughs> of what he left behind. Yeah. My um, God, I got done by a clamper the other day. At a flipping at a funeral. funeral. And I said it to him. And the lad went, oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I had no real. I didn't realize. Yeah. So I'll cancel that for you. He, in his and holy I, and I rang it. the people and put in the, he said, all you have to do is contest it and then it'll be gone. I'll make sure of that. Don't be read down. Send me an email going, oh, no, you definitely parked wrongly. But we we're not the, the only ones he gave. It's awful. Like outside a funeral home. Yeah. Like whatever about us. We did park illegally. And this is the point. This kid is doing wrong things. Mm. You're saying there can't be a punishment unless the punishment is on the spot. It's an on the spot fine. I don't think it's a punishment on the spot either. I just think correct the behavior on the spot. Just say, oh, oh look, yeah, um, come back here. You haven't put those away. Jared, well, how you many c- times does he have to do it 
for it to warrant a punishment. I'm sorry, that's why you're going to switch it up a bit. That's why you're going to be like, I know you find it hard to remember to do this. So I got these pegs. It might make it easier for you to close them. And this is where they go. Mm. Have the family meeting, talk about it. But I'm sorry, punishing a kid for leaving biscuits open. That's not okay in my book because... It's just, you're going to be powerless. Yeah. When he does something actually wrong, he's going to be like, well, fucking hell, I can't do anything right. I can't mm. even, I get in trouble for biscuits, so whatevs. Do you see yourself doing this at all? What, to Mikey? Yeah. Uh, punishing him for stuff like that? Oh, I make him come back get, and do Sweating it. the small stuff. Oh, it kills me. Yeah, but I, I, I just go, come back and do it. Dishwasher mm. every morning. And do you think that puts you in a position of not being able to pull him on the big stuff? Oh, I'm well able to pull him on the big stuff too. I don't punish Mikey for the small stuff. I just make him do it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying I mean, that... he doesn't like me sometimes in those moments. He thinks I'm... But I'm like, I'm sorry, unacceptable. I think as well, if I put my hand up and go, if I pull him on the small stuff, if this, this is the difficult situation yeah. with this mom, that she yeah. doesn't have another policeman. There's mm. no bad cop, good cop. There's no other cop. Charlotte, without racking on you, you are the worst. You don't even notice when I'm trying to call you for help. Without ragging on you. <laughs> and the sentence begins, you are the worst. You are terrible. I'll be looking at you like pleading for you to have my back. Help me. And you're like, oh, did something happen? Did something happen? I'm like, you didn't even notice? You didn't even notice what happened. What fucking hope do I have? <laughs> But I'm in the middle of my computer game too. With my best friend, <laughs> with my Mikey. <laughs> oh God, Mikey this morning you were giving us both filthies. <laughs> Neither of us <laughs> knew what it was about. We're just sitting at the countertop watching videos. And you're standing there like shooting daggers through both of us. I'm like, did you do something? <laughs> I was just sitting here. This, see, this is unfair that you're on this equal pegging with him. And it's definitely, he believes it. If I give out to him, he looks to mm. you like, oh, she has her period, mm. is his new thing he keeps saying. And you, I know you're telling him as oh, well. No, 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 no. Here's what I said to him around that, right? And let's see what other dads, <laughs> what their totally, dialogue is, totally right? Totally off topic. So mate. I say... Now, her period is coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, hear me out. By the way, Jared hear always knows out. when my period is coming before oh, I, I know. know. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I, I will say to him, so her period is coming. Jared. What does that mean? <laughs> He'll say, and I won't even say what he says, right? But I'll say, none of the emotions are wrong. What it means is she hasn't quicker access to them and zero doubt in them mm. that like she knows it she feels all these things all the time but when that's coming she has clear access they're at a finger they're at their finger is <laughs> above the button at all times and i said the emotions aren't wrong yeah she's just accessing them quicker yeah so i said she, you can't say she's being irrational these are things she feels all the time but when that's coming She's quicker to get to them and tell you where she's at. Yeah, I actually, there's this theory of embracing it as your superpower. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, but I think I'd have no friends. She's more in tune <laughs> with what she really thinks yeah. and what she really well, feels. It's my tolerance. That's all I say to him. My clarity is very clear, but my tolerance is mm. very low. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but that's also just, there's a, there's a lack of hesitation around it. That like, you're like, well, I think that's bullshit. 
Yeah, and my guess for I'm me, gonna tell you. on my personal level, and it's different for all women, of course, because I can't actually get pregnant, I really get angry when I have my period because I can't get the doctors to just get rid of it. They won't do it because it interferes too much with whatever. And because there's no baby coming at any You're point. You're like, what's the point of this? I get fucking, the rage that comes on me is a lot. Good to know. Thanks for clearing <laughs> that up. Anyway, back Hopefully to this Hopefully this is a help. <laughs> I think we've definitely helped here. Um, uh, side note, you've I, helped. Uh, my period is due today. <laughs> Charlotte is well aware of this and is living in fear every moment. Ah, uh, look, we have to help this woman with a strategy. I think she needs to have a family meeting. I think she needs to talk to him about how it makes her feel. It's very important that children understand the reason for your mood. He just thinks you're being irrational. You're not. It's actually upsetting you. And he deserves to know that. And you deserve to be heard. But punishment's not the way. Give him a solution. Get the pegs, get the Ziploc bags, get something and say to him, it would make me really happy if you could consider my feelings and start doing this. Then when you notice in those moments he's not doing it, call him back and get him to do it. Make the habit happen. But I don't think you can punish that kind of stuff. Mm. I just that's just my opinion. I, I'm probably wrong. I, I'm real Donald Trump there. That's just my opinion. <laughs> no, I think it's a fair cop. This this kid is still eight. He's and only eight. at the end of the day. If you don't catch him in the moment, you kind of got to let it go. And yeah, that's he, that's yeah, that could help so many parents because yeah. retrospective punishment is where the sense of injustice comes yes. from with a lot of kids. It's and like, but that's so long ago. Or even when they're yeah. really small, they're like, I don't even remember doing I know. that. And sometimes as well, it's worth her knowing how unconscious the behavior is. I'm not saying it's right. Hmm. He's in your house. He should be thinking there should be more respect. That's why the family meetings are important to explain, over explain. Get the explaining in, Charlotte. Sometimes you're doing I feel, cheeky faces. Sometimes I feel like you're addressing these to me. Going, a lot, Jar, of, a lot of the time. Just close oh. the crisps. <laughs> a lot of the time I am. <laughs> Charlotte and Tina, have you any advice on how I can get my two-year-old to stop throwing things? <laughs> Literally throwing the toys out of the pram. That's what's going on it. in this question. Yeah. I realise that he will probably grow out of this. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's true. You don't see people just walking around throwing stuff at each <laughs> other. I love that. He will probably grow out of this. And it is probably very normal for a child of his age. But it's becoming a bit of a problem. He's throwing Everything in caps. <laughs> oh, oh, God, this is This is. The fact that they're emailing in will tell you how significant this problem is. He has broken so many things. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. So he's thrown fragile stuff as well. Oh, no. And it's recently just been his birthday. And I don't want him breaking any new toys he has gotten. Well, probably by the time we read this email out, those toys... Will probably have been broken. Could put. Well, I think you got to buy a lot of soft toys to start <laughs> with. <laughs> to oh say what age he is. Uh, two. Oh, two. Oh, okay. So very normal phase, yeah. It's also got to the point where he throws things at his younger cousins who are only babies. And no matter how many times I try to explain that it's wrong, he doesn't listen and instead smiles at me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I my love, god, could you imagine the kid. cuteness of I also this. need footage of this. How can I get him to stop? How do I get him to take me seriously? See, there's the bigger question. Yeah. Right? She wants to know 
Well, listen to me. Yeah. Well, you know, there's lots of positives here. One of them being that's a really great skill to have. He's got a good arm. He's got a good skill going on at two. A lot of kids still can't throw things at four or five. You've seen that. This terrifies me that Tina's explained to me that since the pandemic, she sees kids coming in. Prior pandemic. Prior pandemic. Kids that can't do underdeveloped hands and fine motor and gross motor. So this would be a huge gross motor thing that in nursery and playgroup and Montessori, you got to work on. You got to make sure children are able to throw and kick. That's actually a thing on the curriculum. Right. So it's I think, you know, as annoying as it is, he is a he is establishing a really important skill. Right. So what do we do? We got to redirect it. We got to make give him opportunities. We're throwing is appropriate, fun, and he understands, yet yeah, these things can be thrown, these things can't. Let me ask you, have you seen this before? Oh, yeah, so much, so much. With two-year-olds? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, we all know the two-year-old who fires her dinner off the Oh, yeah, high chair. I remember somebody emailing in. Was that a friend of yours? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that the kid was taking, like, yeah. they'd go out for pancakes, and the child would take such pleasure in frisbeeing them. Yeah, yeah, the- they do it. They do it. It's so funny because what do they get when they throw Huge it? Reaction. Huge reaction. Don't you- throw it. Oh, Huge no. reaction. And the thing is, this child is probably throwing from a high chair too or whatever. What you have to be careful of is not fetching and bringing them back to them. Yeah. Because then you are... You're the dog. Yeah, you're consolidating. Like, this is a good idea. I'm going to give it back to you again. Here, throw it again is what you're saying. So and Then you'd have a relation. Yeah. Who goes, who weighs in and oh, is like, Oh, yeah, loves the trial. Oh, isn't he gas? Yeah. And you're like, He's not gas. Mm. He's smashing up my house. <laughs> yeah, he's breaking everything. This is not fun. And you're here for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it might be crack for you, so the- but you're undoing all the work I've done around yeah. telling him that throwing shit everywhere is <laughs> not okay. <laughs> So you just have to give him throwing opportunities. You got to go with it. Like, first of all, you got to basketball. basketball. You got to be careful with how big your reactions are to when he throws and breaks things. Okay, Mm. you got to give it nothing because essentially all he's after is that reaction. Right. He's finding it funny. He's enjoying the process of breaking stuff when he throws. Right. Then you got to get him loads of different balls or something. You know, do loads of balls, rolling, throwing, have opportunities. When you see him going to throw... You have to say, no, remember, we don't throw this, we throw balls. Let's go throw balls Does together. this work? Yeah, I do this with my kids all the time. <laughs> oh my God. That's not for throwing. What do we throw? We throw balls. That's what we throw. And go and do that. Throw balls together. Like, you could have an amazing um, athlete on your hands here. Absolutely. Yeah. Give him loads of different ball opportunities. There's so many things you can get. You could... What country is this person from? Do we know? I have no idea. I think they're American. But you can you can even get those nets now with all the different holes in them <laughs> for throwing the balls. And you can just get a bookish and get them to throw balls in the bucket. Just give them loads of throwing. They're not going to stop throwing. Is that, throwing yeah. is something in them at that age he wants to do. He's repeating it because at that age they've got this gorgeous focus where when they want to accomplish like a skill, they will repeat children love repetition mm. because they're like they actually have an innate desire to perfect it so he wants to throw things so give him things that are appropriate to throw give him loads of praise then when he's throwing those when he throws in the right brilliant stuff. at throwing yeah. look at you you're so good at throwing the ball remember so you're we- saying he'll still keep throwing from the high chair yeah even when you're going let's go play baseball Let's well, throw the balls in the oh holes. yeah he loves throwing He'll I think like, you're gonna have to be quite it. firm with 
ignoring what he throws and saying, we don't throw that member, we throw easier, balls. Easier said than done. Oh, it's going to take a lot of work, but now it will my, work. I, I often do this, and you guys are well used to what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what I would do yeah. with my untrained capacity, and yeah. the, I'd say the temptation with this mom is, yeah. if you are in your high chair yeah. and you throw something, it's gone. Well, I have just told you to do that, but I wouldn't go that forcefully with a two-year-old. Oh, no, it's gone. (laughs) It's gone. You threw it away. I have You don't want it. You have to be careful. Like, if you give it back to them, of course they're going to throw it again. So if they throw it off their high chair, it has to be gone. That's gone Okay. Yeah. So I'm not a million miles off the mark there. No, but you should But just don't be so mean. I'm not saying you should ever give your child throwing opportunities from a high chair anyway. Hmm. I'm saying during the day... Let's talk about, you love throwing, let's go throw the ball, let's throw the ball here, let's throw the ball in the bucket, let's do this, let's roll the ball, let's catch the ball. You Balls are for throwing. Um, then if he has, like, what what other thing can they have? A building blocks. Blocks aren't for throwing, blocks are for building. Let's go get the balls, because that's for throwing. Right. Then if he has, like, Lego, Lego's not for throwing, remember? Balls are for throwing, Lego's for building. It's just It's just, you know, establishing in his head... What's acceptable to throw and what's not acceptable Tina to hates surprises. I do. hate surprises. Go you on. hate surprise anything. Yeah, I don't like surprise anything. Like literally, oh, well also, you know those videos on TikTok where people go, Woo! Yeah. That's Tina's idea of hell. Well, that Remember happens. my dad did that to you and oh. you nearly fell down the stairs. No, 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 no. Way worse. That was the worst one that's ever happened. The, two weeks ago was way worse than that. What was that? I'm just packing the washing machine. I've checked the room because Jared loves sneaking into the room. Loves it. And uh, he's not there. I turn around and he's like face to face with me. I mean, I have an issue with my heart. <laughs> like oh my I've God. been told to avoid Tina. frightening films and stuff. You're he frightened the shit out of me. I screamed for 10 minutes she, solid. You know the way when somebody goes, oh. Tina held it. She held the I note. Had to lie on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just going to say, I'm going to throw a surprise question okay, at you here in the middle of this. Because plenty of parents maybe have something similar to this, that it isn't throwing blocks, throwing toys and that, mm. but it's throwing food. Yeah. Which is is that a different, is there a different approach on that? Because the throwing of food or even the flipping of the fork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, we all enjoy doing. We can laugh about it age. now, but at the time you were oh God, so the flipping tired. of the fork, and yeah. also the sippy cup. Well, it's just oh, Mikey did that. All oh my God! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he used to do the noise, <laughs> but it's just giving it nothing. You just is that give it, it nothing. Is that the center of this? And with the sippy cup, I always just pop it back on. The I'd always pop it back on, but I wouldn't say anything about what. It I happened. would. I walked over to the sink and I would empty it down the sink. Oh, Charlie, you're so full of shit. Now it's dirty. Yeah, no, my, you were always way nicer to Mikey than me. But like, uh, I would just pretend I didn't notice that the food was flung everywhere. I would try my best to get some kind of food into him. And every time he threw the sippy cup, I'd just put it back on and give it nothing. Because all he wanted was the laugh he got when his feckin' nanny. And he'd go, nanny. And he'd do it and she'd be like, oh, Nanny thinks I'm hilarious. <laughs> Mikey, you're so funny. Look at you throwing your sippy cup. He was funny, though. Yeah, he was. <laughs> well, I hope that's a help. Let us know. <laughs> Please do email back. Yeah. I hope this person, you've, you've messaged them. You sent them a voice note I on did. this. I did. I gave them loads of techniques about redirection. Right. Essentially, it is redirection. redirection. Redirection is your most powerful tool as a parent, as in a teacher. Sometimes you don't have to give out. Sometimes you don't have to waste your day. I need to remind myself of this a yeah. lot. Sometimes Focus just, somewhere else. 
just changed her. Look at this thing. If you like, if it's not a behavior that's dangerous, just refocus them because you're just going to waste a lot of your own time. They're going to cry a lot and they're probably not going to listen. Whereas you can just refocus them and they've forgotten about what they've done and you can talk about it later. That's it for this week on Honey, You're Ringing 15. Thanks so much for doing this. We're not going to leave you. I mean, the plan is this show runs to the term. Yeah. But as we all know, the summer holidays, you may need this show more than ever. Yeah, so I don't think we're going to be weekly, maybe bi-weekly during the summer. Maybe. Or whenever we can get a chance, because our yeah. summer is a bit mad. Summer is mental. Yeah. And look, you've less time as well. You're but- going to be entertaining. But we will get round to doing podcasts. But what I definitely will do is you send me those emails in. I will still answer them during yeah. the summer because uh, uh, I'm happy to do that. But we've two um, shows left before those holidays arrive. So now's your chance to yeah. get it in. Get it off your chest. Yeah. Even if it's not your kid. Oh, yeah. If we you want to send loads, us. We get loads of questions. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't read the emails. Yeah. <laughs> we get loads of questions from aunts and uncles, from friends of parents. Yeah. Uh, we gotta let and also people who are hosting parties what how do they handle kids who are coming to their parties we could do a whole episode on that yeah end of year party we want to hear from you honey ruining our kid at gmail.com by me.ie is our chosen partner on this show yeah and you can get a handy little 10 euros off your first grocery delivery from Dunn stores at by me.ie and by entering the offer code honey 10 in the app you know what to do you know how it works. Download the app. Use that. Register your account. It's actually a brilliant go. app. I actually it's love it. Actually brilliant. No, I, I, I feel. Love I always it. feel weird talking about it because it, they are sponsoring our show, but they're actually great. We've linked up with them because we really like the service. So yeah, I don't mind talking about them. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I, I actually think they're great. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. Come over to patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad and get an extra chunk each week as well as bonus episodes and hundreds of hours of interviews with the greatest Irish people ever to have lived, part of the Irishman Abroad Podcast Network. Honey, you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me, the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Don't forget, use code HONEY10 for €10 Euro off your first order. T's and C's apply.